Hello, welcome back to the Noted Church podcast. I, I feel like I need to work on some intro music or something rather than just jumping right into my voice. Anyways, um, we're going to get started this morning. We're wrapping up our series on the Lord's Supper. Um, so much more that we can talk about here, but as we're keeping this within the larger series of being faithful to God's presence and God's uh, faithful presence to the world, I want to look at how the Lord's Supper uh, shapes the way that we do. We've already been talking about how it shapes the way we do life together in the church, but now I want to shift to how does it shape uh, how we do life out in the world. And I want to first start with this passage out of uh, Luke chapter 24. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the story basically goes that uh, you've got two disciples who are walking down the road. Jesus joins them, but they cannot see that it's Jesus. Uh, I want you to keep this blindness in mind uh, in as we talk this morning, or as we as we kind of prepare for this Sunday, uh, this blindness to who Jesus is, uh, they they don't they don't recognize Jesus with them, but he's with them, and it's in they they go on this journey. They invite him into his home, um, and what I love about this passage is this is considered a uh, what, what's called a Eucharistic passage. That uh, this is a passage that has the Lord's Supper within it. And this this passage, is, the reason it's so important to our understanding of the Lord's Supper is in the breaking of bread, when when Jesus takes the bread and, and gives it to them, their eyes are then able to see who Jesus is. That in this random uh, table moment, this is not the, you know, quote-unquote official time of communion or the time of the Lord's Supper you know, Sunday morning at uh, roughly 1030, uh, or, or however you want to look at that. This is a, a sacred, sanctified table because Christ's presence is made known. And so it's in the breaking of the bread that the, the disciples' eyes are opened to see who Jesus is. And I want, I want this imagery to uh, to shape how we understand this discussion this morning that uh, over the last two weeks I've talked about how the Lord's Supper uh, tears down the the barriers between people groups and that we understand each other differently because of what the Holy Spirit in us, Christ's presence in us through the Lord's Supper, uh, how that shapes who we are, that we become the temple of God, the dwelling place of God's presence uh, as a church. And that in, in that, uh, we become the place that we are. Uh, we are the sanctified spaces where where God dwells. That that Christ is actually present at the table. And um, I, I talked last Sunday in the sermon about uh, this concept of theophany, that God makes His presence especially known in times and spaces. We we see these theophanies uh, in the burning bush. That's a really uh, well-known time, but we also see these theophanies in the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, that those pillars are not God, literally, but they manifest his presence actually. And in faith, uh, there is this presence that God is there. Um, and that in the burning bush, God sanctifies that space as holy. And so in the same way, and, and I can lay out a bunch of other examples in scripture. Uh, but in that same way, when Christ says, 
this is my body, this is my blood, that he is um, allowing these elements in this moment uh, of sanctity to be in this moment to sanctify this space to where his presence is especially made known in these elements uh, in the same way as the burning bush and the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire. Uh, so to believe that Christ is actually present transforms this space into a, a sacred moment where history um, where all of time really comes together in this moment as well, that, that all of the tables of God's presence uh, before us and after us come together in this one moment, that we step out of our time and into God's time to celebrate this, this great feast with God's people, that there's this image in, in Revelation uh, of the great wedding banquet where all God's people, clothed in white, made pure, come together around this table of celebration. Um, and this table of celebration is is the table we gather around every Sunday. So I want you to think about uh, when, you know, last week I talked about Zwingli and how he turned this into, in the 16th century, he turned the Lord's Supper into a memorial feast where, where we remember the death of Jesus. That we need to be somber and reverent because Christ died. Um, we've missed the point because the death points to the resurrection where all things are made new, where, where a new life is, is created, where, where Christ overcomes death and comes out of death on the other side, and the resurrection is what we look forward to. And the church is to live within the reality of the resurrection in a world of death. That we, we live into this celebration of life because death has been conquered. And so the Lord's Supper is not a memorial of Christ's death, but a celebration of the resurrection that we have lived into. And so we look forward to the great wedding banquet where, where the bride and the groom come together and it's a time of celebration and it's no longer about uh, the the death of Jesus, but only that the death of Jesus then points to the new life that we have together, that the bride and the groom have come together. And so we, we join together with the saints who have gone before us and the saints who will come after us, and we celebrate uh, the reconciliation that we have between us and God and the reconciliation that we have together because we live into a reality uh, that will come and be made known one day. And in this space, we are transformed. We receive the presence of Christ to then go and be the presence of Christ in the world. And so as we go into the world, we, we carry the presence of Christ with us and we host, uh, we become the host of Christ's presence at the tables in our house. That as we have our neighbors into our spaces, we, we invite them into the very presence of God. And when we invite them into the presence of God, we invite them into experiencing who God is. Not, not to then preach sermons, but to live sermons, to, to show the fruit of the Spirit on display. That, that if God's presence is known, there is a presence of peace. If God's presence is known, there's a presence of joy. If God's presence is known, there is a love that surpasses all things. And so when the people of the world come into our homes, are they experiencing 
God's presence. So how would it be different if when you have your neighbors over who don't know Christ, and, and even the ones who do know Christ, but, the, but especially your neighbors who don't know Christ, what does it look like to, to sanctify your table and say, Lord, this, this is your table, and your pres- may your presence be known in this time and space. That as your neighbors come over, you have, you have set aside and sanctified your space as holy, as though they're walking into the very presence of God. How would you um, act differently? How would, how would the presence of God be made known in that space? Try that this, uh, in the next few weeks as you have a neighbor over to your house. Pray for God's presence to be made known uh, in their time with you as they gather around your table. We also have um, spaces that, that we enter into as, as people. As we go into the world, um, we are there as guests. This is not our home, so we are guests in their spaces. And we don't go in demanding their space to be transformed, but we go in with Christ's transformation. That as we carry the presence of Christ, we recognize that Christ spent a lot of time around other people's tables, transforming those spaces into sacred spaces. That when we look into, uh, and I'm using table very broadly because there's also uh, moments where or we're just with people, um, that we are guests of Christ's presence. So what does it look like to sanctify the spaces of the world through carrying the presence of Christ with us? I really like uh, an example that uh, David Fitch shares in his book, Faithful Presence, where he and his friend are, are walking down the street, and they're, they look in the, the windows of a bar, and there are people gathered around tables, and, and he proclaims uh, that they are having communion together. They just don't know it yet. They're, they're breaking bread. They're sharing drink. Now they're, they're experiencing community in a way that they don't even realize God is present with them. And he imagines, uh, he and his friend talk about, well, what would it look like for the Lord's Supper to be made known, uh, the Eucharist, the, the presence of Christ, the meal of thanksgiving to be made known in that space. And as they look in the bar and they look in the restaurant, they look in the coffee shop, um, they're imagining what, is the, what does it look like for those spaces to be, be made holy? And they notice that uh, as the people don't realize they're having the Lord's Supper, that they don't recognize the presence of Christ with them, that they, they recognize that these spaces are actually segregated. While, while not an official segregation like we had in years past, you still see uh, people in like groups gathered in different spaces. And so what does it look like to breathe the Holy Spirit in a way that breaks down walls? And brings people together. And these are the questions that they're asking each other in this, uh, in the story he's telling. And I really like uh, the idea of, of something he and his friends, as they would gather together in a bar, they would um, pray. I think it's called the paraclesis, if I remember right. Um, this is the prayer the priest prays in the Catholic Church to transform the bread and the wine into the body and blood of Christ. And, and they're doing this in a way, that, and they're not Catholic, um, 
they're doing this in a way to sanctify the, the space that they're going into. That they're calling on the presence of God to be made known in a space. Um, they're calling for theophany. That God would especially make his presence known in this time and space that will be transformative. And what they're doing is they're before they go into the bar, they pray uh, this prayer that God's presence would come down. How would I, And I've thought often about if I made this a practice in my life, that before I enter a space that God's presence would be, would be made known, how would I act differently? How would I respond differently? How would I recognize Christ in the face of others that I meet? How would I treat my, my server? Uh, how would I treat the person I'm at table with, the person that I, each person I encounter? And as I recognize the people around me, am I attentive to what God is doing and will I show up? And I love this idea of, of breaking bread in these spaces to sanctify them as the Lord's table in a way that, that's transformative, that it's like uh, the disciples on the road to Emmaus in Luke 24. That when the bread is broken, Christ is revealed. And in this moment, while these people aren't disciples of Jesus yet, their eyes are open to see who God is and to what he's doing in the world. You are a presence of peace. You're a presence of love. You're a presence of joy. Uh, you're a presence of patience. You create space for listening. You, uh, you don't seek to be right in a conversation, but you seek to understand. And as you seek to understand, you create space for humanness where others are made human in that space, where they're heard and loved. As we go into the world, we, we create, we sanctify these spaces, recognizing that God is already at work, but calling on God to make his presence especially known and manifest so that no matter what you're doing, whether you're with um, a person at the grocery store that you see on a regular basis, that you take time to hear their story, to listen to them, to find out what's going on in their lives. And as, as you do this, you, you recognize that you are um, being attentive to God's presence in them. And as you, as you are attentive to God's presence in their lives, you, you speak a word of, of truth, you speak a word of love, you speak a word of peace. And you, you don't just speak kind words, but you, you have a presence of kindness. I don't know what this really looks like in a lot of ways, um, but I want to encourage us and even and challenge us to, uh, to enter space differently, to, to leave room for God to move us and, and enter the spaces just trusting that God's going to be there. And so uh, pray this prayer. I'm, I'm going to give you a couple things to, to reflect on in this week and the weeks to come. But pray this prayer before entering a community space at, at some point in the next week or a week or two. Lord, make me aware of what you're doing in the lives of people that I encounter in this space. Make me attentive to the needs of each person I meet as though I am attentive to Jesus himself. Help me to leave that person more at peace, filled with joy, and more in touch with the love of God.
Lord, come quickly and make your presence known. Amen. And at the end of each day, uh, ask these questions. As you think back over your day, the things you did, the people you encountered, and ask these questions. Where did I feel the Holy Spirit tugging at me to act? Was I hesitant? Why? How would that situation have gone differently if I had slowed down to be attentive to God's presence? Pray that you'll be more aware and attentive tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what this looks like and how this plays out, but I, I know that if we create space for God to make himself known, he will show up. And so uh, my prayer for us is that we slow down and be attentive to God's presence in our lives and in the lives of others. And that we allow God to move us into places that make us uncomfortable and places that open our eyes into seeing what God is doing. When we allow God to move, um, things are going to happen. But sometimes I get in my own way uh, and keep God from moving because I'm uncomfortable and I, I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Sanctify the spaces in your life and invite God to be present.